back in the saddle once again it's been a while it's been a little bit how you been man i've been well how about you just keeping busy as always uh trying to find that healthy work and life balance and i think i'm doing a much better job of it lately so that's kind of contributing to my overall happiness and well-being i believe but uh you know just got to take it a day at a time and keep moving forward yeah, that's it. How about you? I uh, know there's some new developments in your neck of the woods. Uh, yeah, two years at my company today and yep. under contract for a house. So Yeah, man. Fingers literally, crossed. Literally living the dream. <laughs> like living, living the dream, and it's crazy. So blessed. I'll get, I'll get there someday, working on it now. Yeah, the key is to enjoy before you get here too. <laughs> yep. That's that's it. That's that's what I'm picking up. But Got to, it's the process, not the exactly. destination. Respect the pro- what I tell my students constantly and I have to keep reminding myself is to respect the process. So um I know you're not like a huge sports fan. Uh-huh. But there, there's this fun piece of trivia about the 76ers in Philadelphia. Okay. And in the NBA, there's something about in the NBA, you have this general manager, which is basically like the guy who does all the chess moves to like trade or like get people in the door, like make contracts with players and like assemble a team. Right. And GMs are actually like, if you have a good GM, they can actually like work wonders for your team over the years. Right. Um, So the Sixers were really bad. And they had this GM, and he was, like, rebuilding them. And the fans and the ownership were all impatient. And he was like, trust the process. Trust the process. And eventually, the ownership got pissed off and fed up after a few years and fired him. Oh, geez. And and then, like, the next year, the 76ers, um, like, all the draft picks that he had, like, accumulated and, like, all these players that he had brought in, like, completely gelled. And the 76ers became good, like, literally right after he left. And the process paid right. off. So now the superstar on the 76ers is literally nicknamed The Process. They, so they, they call him The Process because he's just, like, that GM constantly. Yeah, he was, like, the number one draft pick that the GM, like, lined up. Oh, my gosh. Isn't that crazy? That's pretty great, though. Like, like that's a that's a good nod from fans and from everyone else. Is like, yeah. Hey, um, well, you know, at least they at least they're understanding that he was right and they're acknowledging that he was right. <laughs> right. It's just so funny. Um, we've always been told with games as a service and specifically looters to trust the process. Right. Most games usually launch pretty poorly or and mediocre, like- maybe. And, like, that's not even necessarily just, like, games as a service, but, like, all games now. And I feel like that's probably kind of just developing from the games as a service model, making us expect that. But, yeah, like, they're always saying, don't worry, it'll get good eventually. Like, it's it's not going to be good right now, but it will be there. It'll get there eventually. Right. Rarely day one. Um, nothing better illustrated than by Anthem. Oh, yeah. Which was God. just an absolute doozy. And from, like, Skillop's review... 
like literally looks broken, like unfinished. It it doesn't even look like it's a full game. Like it it's the promise of like a power fantasy, but like it doesn't look complete in any way, shape, or form that you could even remotely argue. And I guess like the industry was like, yep, like see, like this is an extra bad example, but like gotta trust the process. Just wait. Yep. But then the division dropped what, like weeks later? I'd I'd say uh here, let me look since I have my computer out right now. I don't know what you mean well, by shut up, Apple Watch. Stop listening to me. Um <laughs> It was like really It was literally like a month later if I remember right. So Anthem released on February twenty second of two thousand nineteen and the division two came out uh March fifteenth. So yeah, two weeks later. And it's like actually good out of the box. Like I don't yeah. even know what to say. It's really good. Like really good. Like really good. Yeah. In like in like these ways that the previous games of a service that you'd have to lump it into kind of haven't been out of the box, where like the, the ones when they come out, the goal for them seems to be, oh, we need to have like a pretty good story and just like make sure the pieces are there and then we'll just make it better as we go. But the division like comes out and its story is non-existent. I still don't know anything that's going on and I've tried to like pick up on the lore and I'm too dumb, I guess, to figure it out. But um like all I've managed to get from it is that there are fascists in DC and they're taking over, but it can't get too political, so they're not gonna get too in depth. Yeah, I mean it's instead, not a political game. And instead the game itself is just so fun to play that you you literally don't care about the story because the game is that fun. It's really weird. And I'm usually a story driven player. Right. And I don't care. I mean I would love like there would there's the framework for what could be a really cool Tom Clancy story, but Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not even like a looter diehard. Um, I've always played Destiny, and like I'll kind of play through like the story and then like some multiplayer. But it's more like okay, like that's when I experienced it. I'm not really an end game guy. Um, and like we were even talking about the game up until launch. Like, yeah, I guess like maybe this genre's moved past us. Mm-hmm. Um, me especially. And I guess you like read some reviews and pulled the trigger and. It turns just, out it's really good. Worth checking out. And I'm really, really psyched that I did. I'm hooked. And, like, one thing is, like, you can actually play this game solo, which I'm shocked by. But oh, pleasantly yeah. shocked. It's totally possible to continue playing the game solo. Which, again, is, like, the direct opposite of Anthem. Which is, but, like, literally unplayable solo. It, like, forces you to play with another person. And, I, like, I just... <laughs> What is the magic sauce? Because like we've, the whole the whole genre has basically said, and I get maybe because the uh, Diablo three, like, you got to ship it and then figure out what the I guess the loot marketplace is. Um, but I don't I don't know like what is it about the division that's got it right? Like what did it get right? I don't even necessarily know if that's like the the thing is like ship it and then get it right later on. Because, like, Diablo 3 has this very distinct uh, loot loop that it's got that's just so great. Um, and <clears throat> uh, I feel like the Division kind of iterated on it, where when you play Diablo 3, especially at, like, the end game level, the game itself is just about constant showers of loot. And you just get into this really great 
um, feedback loop where you're like, okay, I'm going to play, 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 run around, do this thing. I'm going to go do this thing. I'm going to go do this thing. It's all random. It's all like kind of thrown together. And then you get a shower of loot at the end. You pick and choose what you want. And then you do it again because it's just a fun, addictive loop. It doesn't feel like a slot machine. It doesn't feel like anything like that because you're constantly improving and you can work goals wise and you understand the statistics that go into what you're doing. And thus far, Division has the same loot mentality that Diablo has, which is so key. Because Diablo and Blizzard, with their loot 2.0, realized, oh, wow, people are playing this because they want loot. And we have a game that should be about players having fun because that's what a game is. Let's just give them loot. And that just seems like what the Division does. Like, it doesn't feel like any progress is gated for any specific reason to, like you know we got to slow this down players are going too fast it's like no let's give them what they want they want loot here you go oh something dropped okay go here you'll get a drop here okay go here you'll get a drop here and it's just so much fun but the way it's the way it's like seamlessly integrated into the world right i know the storytelling isn't there but like the way that it's built into like the control points and like the shade tech and like the like loot stashes it like feels like an organic part of like running around dc where you actually would run into situations that would give you loot right it's not just like a magical like loot box gifted from above exactly the other thing that blows i I play i play i play oh loot box i play i play i play oh loot box it's like no i play okay i can go here because i know this is where the loot chests are and i can go loot them and go, oh, I didn't get what I wanted. Oh, well, I'll go check the next one. And then you run around, you do activities on the each like each thing that you're going around to. And eventually, something will drop. Like, just statistically speaking, you'll eventually get a gun that's better than what you currently have. I can't speak for the end game yet, and I haven't looked up anything to see how it stacks up. But it seems to be more or less the case. Right. And the cool thing, too, I think, is, like, you can recycle the loot that you don't want. You can right. get components for it you can sell it so i'm never like mad i'm just like oh okay so like this is not what i'm gonna run with but at the same time like we've talked about this before in destiny especially when you're trying to get up to level it's like oh is that too light is that gun too light higher than what you have all right well even though you hate that style of gun you better use it otherwise you'll die right and in the division there's a lot more flexibility there is guns and gear aren't inherently better only because they're higher level they're likely to be better if they're higher level but if it has like a trait or like a stat or like a gunplay style you can actually like use a gun that's like two levels below where you're at effectively right and it makes it feel like you're actually building out um, your character in the way that you want to play and is more organic rather than pull the slot machine only equip if it's greater than or or equal to what i've got you know you you don't play that game you're actually like yeah. You're actually like finding gear to use. You're like you're constantly piecing yourself together and upgrading as you move through and everything so far has been is a noticeable upgrade. Where like you can you can say the same thing is about uh Destiny 2's loot system now does that and it does it well and like the the loot climb when you're moving up in levels and moving up in your light level is good in that re- in that respect. And it, like we haven't gotten to the end game yet in Division 2. Like, the only time the end game and the loot loop in Destiny 2 gets bad is once you're really high-leveled and then you're grinding for specific things and you're like, I really want to get this one gun or I, like, 
I have to get this gun with this roll on it. Otherwise, it's not even as good as anything else I have. Like, that could be very present in the Division 2, and we just don't know about it yet. But so far, the game itself, its, it's loot loop and its gameplay loop are really, really entertaining. Because it feels rewarding, well, no matter what you do. And talk about journey instead of destination. Like, oh, I mean, I, I hope I hope that the end game is good, but like, I'm not a huge end game guy. I'm probably going to get to like, like end game, play a little bit, wait until the next content drop, play again, you know, et cetera, et cetera. But like, the fact is, the matter is, like, getting there is fun. I don't have to just like slog through a story just because. Like, yep, I'm in. I'm enjoying that gameplay loop. Exactly. And it's the gameplay loop itself is so entertaining. You don't have to worry about it being a slog. Whereas like other, these other games in service, uh, some of them like Anthem uh, reportedly have portions where they're literally made to try and make the grind longer, to try to keep you in playing the game longer than you need to, which I just don't. So out of touch. It's out of touch. Yeah. Exactly. And I know that like the hardcore destiny fans constantly say that they just like want slower slower gated content but i don't believe them and i don't think the industry should either (laughs) i don't think they know what they're talking about like people that say that it's you know like at what point has a game become something that like i i have to take hundreds of hours to get through it and if i haven't like gotten my 300 hours of time out of it then it wasn't worth buying it's like god maybe you should think about your time investment a little bit right Uh, well and then it's like even when i i hear from people who have played Warframe for hundreds of hours, that's because it's that journey and that investment, mm-hmm. not not an obligation. Right. There's no there's no FOMO with the division or with with Warframe is the vibe I'm getting from them. Whereas with Destiny, it's it's got a very distinct and unique FOMO added like like um, style about it that really makes it so that you don't you don't want to miss out playing and you feel like you have to go back in and you have. Right. And I mean, like I know that there's exotic weapons somewhere in the game, probably end game, but it sounds like they're very rare and there's only a few of them as opposed to like you were mentioning earlier, like those destiny guns where you like the guns rare and then like the roll is rare and the odds are just like almost impossible to even land one. Right. It's like in this game, it's going to be something special and unique, but like, I don't have to have one. Exactly. I'm not like, oh God, I have to get that gun. And again, I know they're going to be exotic high level guns that we're going to want, but we don't know what they are yet. So it's not a much of a concern. Yeah. It's an interesting game and it's an interesting world. I'm shocked how detailed DC is. It's just astounding. It's stunning. It's just, um, I don't know. It's, it feels empty for a reason because of a catastrophe, yep. not because they don't want to render a bunch of people. And then at the same time, the emptiness doesn't feel like contradictory to the game world at all. It doesn't feel like I'm in Disneyland and this is all just happening because I'm there. It's like I'll come across a, uh, I'll come across a firefight between two factions or between like just survivors that are picking up food and so on and so forth. And I get involved simply because I'm there and that would have happened if I hadn't been there or not. You know what I mean? It, it would have so gone cool. without me. So it's a dynamic world. Yeah. And it's really cool. And it's more dynamic than destiny. I mean, they, they promised since destiny one, a bunch of like dynamic events. They're just scripted and in the same spot, the same like yep. four spots. Instead, it's like there's 
there's a bunch of spots in every area of mm-hmm. Division Two where random things can happen. And sometimes they're I, marked, I, sometimes I, they're I, not. Part of the like one of the things that occurred uh, to, uh, to me this morning in Division that I was going to text you about, and then I completely spaced on it. Um, I got this thing. It was like anonymous tip or like anonymous like notification or something like that, and it was just this yellow question mark on the map. I was oh, like, I did that. I went, I went in and I checked it out and I walked in, it was like, help out this division agent. I'm like getting creep, like deeper and deeper into this office building. It's getting creepier and creepier. And then it opens up into just this room with like this dude hanging from the ceiling and he's like clearly dead and brutally murdered. And then some freaking super powerful yellow bar pops out of nowhere and chases me around the room. And we have like this intense firefight where I'm like having to dodge around. He's pressing me and like, eventually he hit me with like a shock thing and i panic i'm like no this guy's gonna kill me and he just ran away and that was it same like, yeah i think that's like the weird. foundation for something for yep. like maybe a division hunter that was cool though i really did yeah i didn't want to spoil that for you i just did that like two days ago yeah that was that was intense but all right so um i want to i want to go through an exercise that's gonna be really goofy Let's try to summarize what the story of the division is, including Division One. Okay, you're gonna have to do Division One because I don't know anything about it. Um, but um, also, just, as, just as a quick warning, I gotta leave in like a few minutes. So, okay. Yep. Uh, but you you gotta do Division One because I don't know anything about Division One. All right. So it was very unmemorable. Just like two. There's some terrorist who does a neurotoxin, but puts it on money. And therefore, it spreads really quickly a bunch, amongst a bunch of people in New York. New York's empty. The Division One happens. I literally don't remember anything else. There's like, con- like inmates who escape, who's one of the factions. There's like gang members, which is like stereotypical guys in hoodies. That's another conversation. Uh, yeah, and then civilians. There's a lot um, to it, in, in other words. <laughs> so Division Two, follow up the fallout is also in dc there's been an outbreak there uh what are the factions that we know of uh first one is going to be the hyenas which to me seem like you're kind of they they're like a kind of mad maxi street gang sort of deal that is sort of turning paramilitary but not quite it's like they have the gear but they're just like they'll charge you they hold their guns sideways they're disorganized there's they trash no... talk. Yeah. Um, have you run into the other faction that like has suicide bombers? I saw one occur and it freaked me out, but I haven't like fought against them where I'm having them rush me yet. Yeah, I don't even know who they are. Um, and then there's the True Sons, which I think are really cool. I think from from the lore that I picked up, the True Sons are the antagonists of the game. Like they're the primary antagonist, right? And it's like, like the the leader of the gang, like or the the organization, sounds like this fascist dictator guy. Like is the vibe I'm like he's general so and so, and so, and they're all like PFC so on. They seem like they're former military or like maybe dishonorably discharged military that are trying to take over DC. Yeah, and they think that they have the American ideal in mind, right? So it's basically like a coup. Um, exactly and then there's the division where there's like two there's like two division agents one of them's an npc lady and then there's like your main character 
Right. Um, and then there's what you mentioned earlier, which is civilians who actually like take up arms and like create settlements and like scavenge and like defend themselves. It's really cool. Um, that's literally all I know. Yeah, that's, that's, that's about as far as what I've got too. I, I don't know anything else. Things have happened and I can't tell you what they are. Oh, good. Well, then I guess I have to keep playing. I'm, I'm gonna. Well, no, I meant like I can't. I don't know what they. I don't know what they are. Cause oh, I'm sick. So what? What I'm plan on do, planning on doing is uh, today I'm gonna go uh, like probably right about now. Actually, I have to go meet with the coaches really quick, and then I'm gonna go hang out with Jessica for a little while, and then I'm gonna come back and probably get on the division and play. So it's so good. I've played way more than I ever thought I would. I keep coming back. So. It, the thing that blows my mind is I. I wanted to bring it up. You. The, you you're past me on this game on a looter like, yeah which is you, just unreal not yeah. by not by much but just the fact that that's happened is so weird exactly so end game review tbd oh yeah i'm excited it's gonna be a good one all right all right dude i will talk to you in a little while all right that's right adios adios